Time now for King's Talk. Oh, it's squirted between the pads. Where you, the listeners, call in with your comments and questions after every King's game. Tell us what's on your mind. Call us at 877-KINGS-20. That's 877-KINGS-20. We'll also take a look at the stars of the game, game highlights, and the out-of-town scoreboard. It's time for King's Talk, right here on the L.A. Kings iHeart Audio Network. Welcome back, Kings fans. I am Jesse Cohen. You're listening to Kings Talk. We're taking your questions and comments. Nominations for play of the game, player of the game. Call in 877-KINGS-20, 877-KINGS-20. The final score from Honda Center in Anaheim. Your LA Kings 5, the Anaheim Ducks 2. The LA Kings extend that season-opening road-winning streak to 9. They are just one shy at this point of setting the NHL record for most wins on the road to start an NHL season. Um, another incredible road effort for the Kings. And at this point, I think before the game, I heard uh, or I read, I believe, that they had scored four or more goals in uh, almost all of their uh, seven of eight, I believe, of the games on the road this season. And if you're making your opponent score five to beat you, well, you're going to wind up, uh, you're going to wind up winning a ton of goals. The ducks unable to score four goals or five goals. And of course the Kings come away with the win, a tremendous effort from your LA Kings. Go ahead, call in eight, seven, seven Kings, 20, eight, seven, seven Kings, 20. If you want a chance at a pair of tickets to an upcoming Kings game, let's go ahead Take a look at the three stars of the game as decided by the media in this 5-2 victory by the LA Kings. Radko Gudis, the third star of the game. I'm not sure I agree with that. He did score a goal for the Anaheim Ducks. He also got away with uh, some chippy play uh, with Andreas Englund in that game. Second star of the game, Adrian Kempe. Of course, Adrian Kempe with the very nice no-look pass to Andre Kopitar. Two assists on the night for Adrian Kempe, a plus two in 16 minutes, 31 seconds of ice time, and a huge Perfectly executed, open ice hip check on Frank Vetrano uh, in the second period there. Adrian Kempe has been uh, talked about as being a quote-unquote complete player uh, all season so far in the 2023-24 season. Really showing off that uh, versatility tonight. Had to be called into duty to play defense when there were three defensemen in the penalty box. Uh, And then with that huge hip check, two nice assists, three shots on goal for Adrian Kempe. He is your second star of the game. And no surprise, your number one star of the game, Captain Andrzej Kopitar with a goal and an assist. Two points, a plus two in 15 minutes, 51 seconds time on ice, and went 10 for 19 in the faceoff dot. Andrzej Kopitar continues this (laughs) absurd season um, where he just is knocking down L.A. Kings uh, records one by one tonight with his assist. He moves into a tie with Marcel Dion for the most assists in L.A. Kings history. Andre Kopitar, the ageless wonder, the number one star of the game for your L.A. Kings. Again, we are giving away pairs of tickets to upcoming Kings games. I know it's Friday afternoon. I know uh, probably it's out of uh, your wheelhouse to be listening to the postgame show in the afternoon and calling, but we want to hear from you. We want to know who your play of the game was who your player of the game was. We heard from the broadcast team nearing the end of the game. The LA Kings, sticking with that four-line rotation, they do play again tomorrow afternoon, not a ton of time off. Time off, excuse me. They won't have a morning skate tomorrow from all indications. So 
watching them roll out uh, four lines, the Deneau line leading the way with uh, 11 and a half minutes of ice time, give or take Andre Kopitar with 10 and a half minutes, and then the Dubois line and the Anderson-Dolan line, each with about nine and a half minutes. So not a ton of discrepancy in ice time for those four lines, all four of them rolling, all four of them playing in uh, difficult moments. So you want to conserve that energy. You want the team fresh to go against Montreal tomorrow. It is back-to-back games, back-to-back afternoon games. Excuse me. That is uh, a rarity. We're going to go to Twitter real quick, read off some players of the game, plays of the game. Gregory Roberts has Fiala as the player of the game. Two goals were unbelievable, says Gregory. No disagreement there, uh, especially that second goal from Fiala, an incredible effort. Um the LA Kings again defeating the Anaheim Ducks five to two. Richard Reynolds uh, says this is what I was going to say a hundred percent when Lieb Mentor says that the player of the game was Kempe and the play was the hip check and his defensive effort. That hip check from Adrian Kempe. Listen, I I'm here in El Segundo. Uh, as far as I know, I'm the only one in the building. And uh, when Adrian Kempe connected on Frank Vetrano with that check hit, or excuse me, hip check at open ice uh, to knock him to the ice, uh, I I yelled. I I got out of my chair and I yelled. Um, I feel like Vetrano probably should have seen that coming, but uh, he did not. And what an effort by Adrian Kempe. Eric or Ariana agrees. Adrian Kempe laying out Vetrano. Adrian Kempe being a defenseman. Eric also, a different Eric, excuse me, also agrees play of the game, Juice dropping a crushing hip check on Vetrano, like Kool-Aid bursting through a wall. Oh, yeah, <laughs> player of the game. Andreas Englund for dropping the gloves to stick up for Lewis. That is an interesting uh, one. D- really liked Andreas England. Andreas England's game. Uh, thought that uh, that interaction between him and Gudis uh, in, later in the game uh, underpenalized, I felt. Uh, I felt uh, Gudis was clearly the instigator there. I'm not sure how he got a roughing penalty and uh, England got a holding penalty while while Gudis was literally both arms around England's entire torso holding him. Um, Emmanuel says, Fiala, player of the game. Play of the game is a tie between Kempe's open ice hit and his assist on the Kopitar goal. That's fair. Uh, Peter says, play of the game, Kempe's second period hip slash shoulder check. A lot of votes for that check, and uh, full disclosure, that is my choice for play of the game. That was fantastic. Uh, Yossi says that Kempe hit was the play of the game. Player of the game was Adrian Kempe. A lot of votes for uh, Adrian Kempe. Tucker Trucker Joel says Fiala, player of the game. Kempe leveling Vetrano for play of the game. Underrated moment. Carrick tried to rally his team by starting a fight, and England whooped him. Uh, alternative Freckles, great name there on uh, Twitter, says Kempe for the hit. Playing D and the pass to Kopi are cherries on top. Joey Weinberg nominates Fiala for player of the game, and he was actually solid defensively too. Kopi was fantastic, but he always is. Dustin Brown's water bottle, player of the game. Fiala, play of the game. The open ice hip check to remind Anaheim that this is King's territory. Uh, and then we uh, find ourselves back to Gregory Roberts, uh, who we read at the top of this uh, little drift uh, uh, trip onto uh, Twitter. So there you have it. The Kings win 5-2. to two. In Anaheim, and listen, it's always fantastic when the Ducks lose. It's even better when the Ducks lose to the Kings, and it's even better when the Ducks lose to the Kings in Anaheim, and it's even better when there's a bunch of Kings fans in the building to watch it happen. Let's go all the way back to the first period. Kevin Fiala scoring to make it one to nothing. Kempe on the right side, up high to Dowdy. Back for Kempe. 
And to Doughty with a blast. Bounces wide of the net. Fiola a chance. And he scores! From the base of the left circle, Fiala saw the goaltender leaning a bit. Power play goal. Kings up 1-0. That was uh, Kevin Fiala's first goal of the game to make it one to nothing on the power play, and Arthur Kaliev chipped in to make it two to nothing just moments later. Spence taking a look for Deneau in the middle. That pass broken up. They tried to get it to Dubois. Redwell by Carrick. Kings had two players basically standing in the same position, so a little confusion on the power play here. On the right side, shot, score! Arthur Kaliev with a power play goal. So the Kings with back-to-back power play goals have built a 2-0 lead. That lead would last the rest of the first period. Then in the second period, listen, I made a lot of noise about this uh, all the way up till Quentin Byfield scoring his third goal. And then I made a bunch of noise about his third goal. And I had some people reach out to me and say, maybe you should wait till he scores his fourth goal. I wasn't worried. Quentin Byfield scores his fourth goal of the season, eclipsing his three goals from last year to give the Kings a 3-0 lead. Off the draw! Shot from the blue line is deflected in. Gabrikov let it go. There was traffic in front. It's 3-0 L.A. That shot did come from Vladislav Gavrikov, but Quentin Byfield did tip it. Again, that is his fourth goal of the season, and so now we can officially put to rest the concerns that he is only a three-goal scorer. With that goal, he's now on pace for 18 goals and 77 points. Quentin Byfield is having an incredible season. Kevin Fiala then scored his second of the game to give the Kings a 4 nothing lead. Spence handing off more. For Deneau, and to Fiala, to the net, shoots and scores! Great patience, and Kevin Fiala has his second goal of the day. And then uh, after Anaheim scored to make it 4-1, to one, again the no-look pass from Adrian Kempe to captain Andre Kopitar, uh, who is on pace for, I think I said, 46 goals now at this point. Uh, the ageless captain Andre Kopitar scored to make it 5-1. to one. Jordan Spence getting some playing time with Drew Doughty. Here is Doughty. Much more of a possession game here. Four on four. Kempe down the middle. Hands it off. Score! Andre Kopitar! Kempe to Kopitar! Where have we heard that before? 5-1 L.A. And you know it's a nice play when even the broadcasters are saying that they had sympathy for the goalie and couldn't hold it against him. Jim Fox saying during the broadcast that even from his vantage point uh, high above the ice at Honda Center, he thought Adrian Kempe was going to shoot the puck. Adrian Kempe convinced everybody in the building he was going to shoot the puck. But now he found Andre Kopitar for his team-leading 10th goal of the season. And, of course, Adrian Kempe with the big hit on Frank Vetrano. But the movement was real good there by the Kings. And now here is Vitano, shorthanded, and he got hammered by Adrian Kempe. A huge hit from Adrian Kempe on Frank Vitrano. We're going to take our first break here. When we come back, we'll look a little bit more at some numbers. You're listening to Kings Talk on the LA Kings Audio Network here on iHeartRadio. We return to Kings Talk, your post-game reaction to L.A. Kings hockey. Call 877-KINGS-20 on the L.A. Kings iHeart Audio Network. Welcome back, Kings fans. I'm Jesse Cohen. You're listening to Kings Talk. 
The LA Kings defeat the Anaheim Ducks 5-2 to at Honda Center in Anaheim. We're taking your questions, comments, nominations for play of the game and player of the game, 877-KINGS-20, 877-KINGS-20. And as always, we've got trivia questions to give away a pair of tickets to an upcoming Kings game. Heading back to Twitter for some more uh, conversation about play of the game, player of the game. Robert says the play of the game was Adrian Kempe's hip check and asks, did Rob Blake teach him that over Thanksgiving dinner last night? For the Kings fans of a certain vintage, that uh, Adrian Kempe open ice hip check on Frank Vitrano did look eerily similar to uh, some of those hip checks that Rob Blake was known for throwing around back when he played for the LA Kings uh, at both the Great Western Forum and Crypto.com Arena, then uh, under a different name. Andrew Kim says, Kempe's hip check for play of the game, Fiala for player of the game, Tyler Holden, Kempe for player of the game, and his hit on Vetrano for play of the game. And fact check, Arizona <laughs> says the answer is Kempe for player of the game and and uh, Kempe for the hit on Vetrano. I do want to talk a little bit about the penalty kill, however, because the Kings did finally give up a power play goal to the Anaheim Ducks. It was the second goal of the game for Anaheim, the first goal as a member of the Ducks for Alex Kalorn. And it came with 11 minutes, 24 seconds into the third period. It broke the Kings' streak of penalty killing. And we always talk about power play percentages and penalty kill percentages as just that, percentages. You know, I did it, I do it myself all the time. In the, in the game opener, we talked about the LA Kings penalty kill unit being second in the league and the net PK being uh, just a point by, or a decimal point behind the Dallas Stars. But I, I wish we had a more uh, interesting way of talking about it because tonight was sort of a perfect example of why I don't love the percentage uh, angle because the Ducks scored a power play goal to make it 5-2. to two. They were 1-for-2 on the power play, and I gotta say I don't care. In fact, I'm almost glad that the penalty-killing streak was broken in this game because it came at a point in the game and the season where it really didn't matter. The Kings were up 5-1. to one. The Ducks were, I, you know, I suppose you could make an argument that they were pressing and that they scored that goal. Now it's 5-2, to two, and now it might get interesting down the stretch. But it never did. The final score was 5-2. to two. Now the Kings go into uh, their game against Montreal tomorrow with an opportunity to establish a new penalty-killing streak. You're never going to kill every penalty. So let them happen late in a game with no impact on the score, I would much rather that situation than the Kings kill all the power, the the penalties tonight, and then the first goal of the game comes tomorrow off a Montreal power play to give Montreal a one to nothing lead. Now, obviously, it's not a situation where it has to be one or the other, and you know it would be nice, obviously, if Cam Talbot got a shutout every game he played and the Kings killed every penalty they faced, but that is just not going to happen. It's not realistic, so. I suppose a little disappointing that uh, Cam Talbot once again um, does not get a shutout as if that's the new standard of, of judging a goaltender's performance. And again, the Kings uh, break that penalty killing streak that had gone all the way back to November 4th against the Philadelphia Flyers. Meanwhile, the Kings scored two power play goals <clears throat> of their own excuse me, against Anaheim. Kings go two for three on the power play. Anaheim goes one for two, so the Kings winning the special teams battle there. The Kings outscoring Anaheim, or excuse me, outhitting Anaheim 23-18 to and uh, blocking the same amount of shots as Anaheim, 11 each. The Ducks racking up 19 minutes in penalties to the Kings, 17. 
Derek from Chula Vista has a player of the game and play of the game. Derek, welcome back to King's Talk. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, and thank you. So, Derek, before we get to hockey, I want to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? It was great. I got to meet up with some family and hang out for a day. Did you get a good plate? Oh, yeah. Right. Excellent. Jesse? <laughs> What's that? How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, my Thanksgiving was fantastic. Thank you. Uh, longtime listeners of All the King's Men, the official podcast of the L.A. Kings, may recognize this name. I spent Thanksgiving with Jersey Brian and his lovely family and uh, his friends. So I had a, a great time. Derek, let's get into the hockey game. Who was your player of the game? Uh, I got to give it to Kevin Fiala with the two goals and that absolutely disgusting second goal. <laughs> and your play of the game? Either got to be the Egglid fight or the Kempe hip check. I'm going to make you pick one. Kempe hip check. All right, fair enough. Uh, Derek, that goal from Kevin Fiala, I mentioned it during uh, the second intermission, I believe, was a little reminiscent to me of Kopitar's first goal against the Ducks in that same building. Um, did that uh, ring any bells for you? Yeah, it's. I, I can see the resemblance, yeah. Excellent. And uh, were you at the game by any chance, Derek? No. I wish I was, but no, I wasn't. All right. Well, I feel like you've won trivia recently for a pair of tickets, but I've got a bunch of questions that I pulled, and uh, I'll give you a chance uh, to win uh, a, a surprise prize from my uh, from the bag of, of King's goodies that I'm collecting here at the office if you want to take a shot at it. Sure, I'll take a shot. All right. Derek, can you name the only player – to win the Stanley Cup while a member of both the L.A. Kings and the Anaheim Ducks? Uh, ooh, you're making me go in a deep, deep bag that I have not <laughs> been in a while. All right, we're going to have to call time on this one. Derek, uh, appreciate you calling yeah. in, though. Hopefully we'll hear from you soon as the Kings take on the Montreal Canadiens tomorrow at Crypto.com Arena. We are going to take another break here when we come back. Some final thoughts and notes on the LA Kings 5-2 win over the Anaheim Ducks. You're listening to Kings Talk on the LA Kings Audio Network here on iHeartRadio. Now back to King's Talk. Your post-game reaction to L.A. Kings hockey. Call 877-KINGS-20 on the L.A. Kings iHeart Audio Network. Welcome back, Kings fans. I am Jesse Cohen. You're listening to King's Talk here on the L.A. Kings Audio Network on iHeartRadio. The L.A. Kings went into Anaheim today at Honda Center and came away with a 5-2 win over the Anaheim Ducks to extend their season-opening road-winning streak to nine games. We got two goals from Kevin Fiala, one from Andrzej Kopitar, one from Arthur Kaliev, and the fourth goal of the year from Quentin Byfield. We have a caller, Stuart from Long Beach, my old stomping grounds and uh, hometown Long Beach, California. Stuart, are you there? Yes, I am. How you doing, guy? I'm excellent. How are you, Stuart? Good. Just uh, really excited listening to the Kings today. Didn't get a chance to watch it or be there, but uh, solid four lines. Very impressed. They just uh, they played the game the right way. Now, Stuart, do you live in Long Beach? I do. Apologies for everybody listening to this who's not from Long Beach. What part of Long Beach do you live in, Stuart? I'm over by uh, the airport. Okay. All right. 
I, I've <laughs> got a map in Long Beach in my brain, Stuart. It'll never, it'll never leave me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, real close to uh, uh, Skylink's golf course. Nice I know, I know there. exactly where that is. <laughs> All right, Stuart, appreciate it. What is your uh, play of the game for tonight's game against Anaheim? Well, the play of the game was definitely got to be the hit. That's a that's a phenomenal hit. There were many in the game, but that Kempe Kempe is just something else. That guy, he's the Swiss Army knife. I'll tell you, he's really come a long way. He is, and uh, as I said earlier, the narrative about him this season has clearly been established that he has become a complete player, and we saw it tonight. Not only with the open ice hip check on Frank Vitrano, not only with the nice no look pass to uh, Andre Kopitar for the goal. But also with Drew Doughty, Mikey Anderson, and Andreas England in the penalty box at one point, Adrian Kempe stepped up and played played defense, <laughs> played on the blue line. Uh, I mean, he really he's did it all for the Kings. Defense team. too. He's he's come. He's been playing really good. I mean, he's a two way player. I mean, it's yes. amazing. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe he leads the team in scoring right now after uh, 19 games. Let me just double check that that is correct. Certainly. Uh, the L.A. Kings, he was uh, leading the way with 20 points before uh, the game started tonight. Or, excuse me, after 18 games, he does have 20 points to lead the team in scoring. So, Stuart, what was uh, your – who was, uh, rather, your player of the game? Well, I'd have to give it to Fiala. I mean, Kempe was great. But Fiala, that, that was a big goal that he he put in there. That, that uh, definitely seemed to uh, kind of dash the hopes of those Ducks. Yeah, timing timing for me always plays a huge role when it comes to uh, deciding what the play of the game was or what the player of the game was. And you're right, Kevin Fiala tonight um, not only opened the scoring uh, with that first goal, but then yeah, when it was three to nothing, and it looked like Anaheim might be thinking about making a press for Kevin Fiala to score a goal, and not just any goal, the kind of goal that he did, that goal, um, really stepping up. And uh, we heard from Tom McClellan before the game about uh, Kevin Fiala and how he's played recently on that new line. We're going to go ahead and play that clip right now because I think it's pretty relevant to our conversation. Kevin looks energized right now. He looks excited. You know, whether that was the change in line or whether he scored a couple times and he's he's feeling good. Uh, whatever it is, we want to keep him that way because he's obviously played better over the last little bit. You know, you can give credit to the line change. You can give credit to Kevin, you, the team as a whole. I'm not, I can't put my finger on it. But whatever it is, we need to keep it that way. Well, and it was kept that way. Richie from Anaheim, stay on the line real quick. We're going to ask Stuart a trivia question if he'd like a chance at it. Stuart, are you still there for some trivia? Oh, sounds like we may have lost Stuart. But Richie from Anaheim was at the game. Richie, are you there? Yeah, hey, how's it going? Excellent. How was the game? How was the mood? Was it a typical Kings in Anaheim game where you could hear the Kings fans all, all for the full 60 minutes? Oh yeah, it was always one of those games where it's just like you feel at home in a in a visiting team's arena. <laughs> Perfect. Where were you sitting in the at the at the arena? Uh, the four hundreds, you know, nosebleeds. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> so, uh, who was Crazy, your uh, player player of the game, Richie? I would have to say Fiala. I've just been loving what I'm seeing with him getting his his groove back. You know, playing aggressive, getting that puck on a stick, and uh, showing us what he could do. He had strong games against, uh, I want to say, Florida and St. Louis. Um, then maybe a little bit of regression against Arizona. But from what I saw on TV, it looked like he, Deneau, and Moore had that chemistry going back again, getting sticks on pucks, disrupting play. 
really keeping it in the zone for a long time. Did it look more like the Florida and uh, St. Louis Fiala to you? Yeah, I was just like noticing more often than I usually do where I'm like, come on, let's get get your game going. But today it was just like, all right, he's he's got his groove back. I feel like he's going to start, you know, getting on a hot streak and hopefully putting those pucks in the net. Now, Richie, when Adrian Kempe leveled Frank Vetrano at open ice with that perfectly timed hip uh, check, I yelled out here alone at the uh, Kings headquarters in El Segundo. What was it like in the building when Kempe leveled that check? Okay, so I was getting uh, food during that. that oh, no. Hit, but oh, I no. heard it while I was in line. I had to run to the TV to find out what it was, <laughs> and my God, what a hit. That was that was really cool. But I wanted to say I, was, I took my nephew to his first game, his first ever hockey game. Sure, he's a Ducks fan, but it was still he had such a great time watching these guys play, and uh, it was just really really cool, like having to, showing him what this this sport is all about. <laughs> so he's, you said your, it was your nephew. Yes. Did you guys have Thanksgiving yesterday? Uh, yeah, they had Thanksgiving. I was a little sick, so I didn't want to risk okay. getting anyone else sick. But I, I felt much better today, so I was like, all right, let's go to that game. And uh, he had a blast, and hopefully I could take him to a game in L.A. I was going to wonder if you were the controversial uncle at that Thanksgiving table uh, who was trying to push his King's views. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried, but he lives local, so he's always going to local sporting events. But I'll see if I can get him to maybe wane over to the King's side of the – well, let's give you a chance to win a ticket, a pair of tickets to an upcoming Kings game so you can start working on converting your nephew. Uh, would you like a, a trivia question tonight for the chance to uh, to win that pair of tickets? I'd love one. All right. Timu Solani, uh, one of the few Ducks that Kings fans, I think, can hold in high esteem, played his last NHL game back in 2014. What game was that game? Timo Solani's last game in the NHL. Who was it against, and what was the outcome? Ooh, it's a trick was question because it, it has to do Kings? with the Kings. <laughs> yeah, was it against the Kings in Anaheim? It sure was. <laughs> and what was the significance of that game? We eliminated them from the playoffs. That is correct, Richie. You have won a pair of tickets to an upcoming Kings games, but you have to promise to bring your nephew, and he's not allowed to wear a Ducks jersey. Go ahead, give your name, <laughs> name All and right. contact info to our board op, and I will be in touch with you early next week to make sure you get those tickets, Richie. Thank you so much for the call. That was Team Mussolini's final game in the NHL Game Seven versus the Kings in 2014, the second round of the playoffs. The only time the Kings and Ducks have faced each other. In the playoffs, a bittersweet departure for Timu Solani from the NHL. He had a great career. I personally enjoyed watching him, despite the fact that he spent a lot of time in Anaheim. We appreciate the call from Richie. Again, a 5-2 win over the Anaheim Ducks by your LA Kings, extending that road-winning streak now to nine games. The record is 10 they will not get a chance to uh, to break that record tomorrow as they play against the Montreal Canadiens at Crypto.com Arena. Then they play again at Crypto.com Arena on Wednesday against the Washington Capitals. Then on the third against the Colorado, excuse me, Colorado Avalanche. Couldn't say the word Colorado there. The next chance they play on the road will be December 5th against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And obviously we hope the Kings win every game, but particularly that game to uh, tie that NHL record of most wins on the road to start a season. 
Five goals from your LA Kings tonight against the Anaheim Ducks. And again, to start that season, they are forcing teams to score five goals to beat them. They entered action tonight scoring 4.63 goals per game and allowing only 1.63 on the road. Both of those numbers will go up with the 5-2 win today. In Anaheim, a huge effort from the Kings. Two goals from Kevin Fiala, one from Kopitar, one from Byfield, and uh, one from Arthur Kalia. Looking back at Twitter, Freddie B says the play of the game is Kempe's hit. Kempe, hashtag Kempe for Norris. And the player of the game, Kope's, Kope's goal and franchise tying assist. Great beat down all around, no question there and uh, oh, listen! Look at this. Uh, our friend Robert has uh, found Kopitar's goal against the Ducks and Fiala's goal today, and I'm I'm right. They are almost scored from identical places. Kevin Fiala maybe getting a little bit lower on the boards before cutting to the middle and beating uh, John Gibson. Andre Kopitar beating not just Chris Pronger but also J.S. Jaguer for his first goal. But both goals. Pulling the goalie out of position, pulling a defenseman out of position, and scoring from the left side of the net over a goalie who's gone down to try and stop that scoring attempt. So an incredible goal from Kevin Fiala, an incredible effort from your L.A. Kings. They do win today 5-2 to two over the Anaheim Ducks. Hashtag Staley must go. Says play of the game, Kempe hit, not even close. Adrian Kempe again rounding out that resume as a complete player. Playing defense, getting two assists. And a huge open ice hip check on Frank Vitrano, who let's talk about that hit for a second, because not not only the hit itself was great, but Frank Vitrano uh, clipped uh, Phoenix Copley, if I'm not mistaken, last year, that game in Anaheim where Phoenix Copley came out and it looked like we might get a goalie fight. We didn't. Frank Vitrano, the player who did that, we heard from Copley back then about it. And then early in the game uh, or early in the second period, Vitrano Looked like he might have kicked Pierre-Luc Dubois from behind. Uh, initially, it was called a five-minute major for, I think, slew footing. I think it was ruled down to a trip. And uh, Mikey Anderson got involved. There was a huge scrum. Lots of lots of uh, crosswords said to one another between members of the Kings and the Ducks. Bunch of players tossed in the penalty box. The fact that it was Adrian Kempe, of all people, a forward, and that he saw the opportunity to connect on a clean, perfectly executed, open ice hip check. The reason I keep repeating all those words is it wasn't a vulnerable moment by Vitrano along the boards. It wasn't a moment where Vitrano had, uh, you know, was was looking the other way and a Kings player, you know, couldn't pass up an opportunity. I believe that every member of that Kings team had had Frank Vitrano's number in the back of their minds. You know, there's always the expression, you take the number and you wait for your moment. I believe that every member of the Kings team after uh, after those two incidents from Frank Vitrano had taken his name and number down and were looking for their opportunity. And that was not an ideal opportunity necessarily from Adrian Kempe. But when you are a player as talented as Adrian Kempe, you can make that opportunity. And he did catch Frank Vitrano coming through the neutral zone. And I don't know, maybe I am not remembering, but I just don't think you see, like I said, clean, open ice hip checks executed like that in the game as much these days. Um, and uh, I wish we had a replay with uh, with a bigger sound from the crowd or, or from the announcers because that was one they went back and replayed the replay. <laughs> Pardon the expression there. 
because that hit was huge. And in the moment, um, I think, you know, the game was going on. And so Nick couldn't sit there and just dwell on it. But what a hit by Adrian Kempe. What a moment. And uh, obviously, I think all the Kings looking for that. And let's talk about Mikey Anderson, because Mikey Anderson, after Vetrano uh, kicked or hit, or I'm not... I didn't actually think it it looked that bad. Uh, super slow mo, it looked pretty bad. But at at regular speed, I felt that Vitrano might have just been falling down. But Mikey Anderson uh, disagreed, and uh, he wound up uh, taking two ducks to the ice and was throwing his weight around. And I've decided that I'm going to start referring to Mikey Anderson as two people. There's Mikey Anderson, the smiling charming young man that we see in the locker room who makes safe plays on the blue line and occasionally will chip in with a point or an assist. He scored that nice goal off the assist from Quentin Byfield, uh, Mikey Anderson with one goal and seven assists and eight points. And then there's Michael Anderson. And Michael Anderson is the defenseman who wound up going to the penalty box today uh, after mixing it up with Mason McTavish and Frank Vetrano keeping both of them down on the ice by himself. Uh, Michael Anderson is not one you want to mess with. Mikey Anderson, oh, just a very pleasant, solid defenseman. Michael Anderson, a beast on the blue line. And we're lucky to have both Andersons playing for your L.A. Kings. We mentioned the forward time on ice as the Kings do have to play again tomorrow afternoon against Montreal at Crypto.com Arena. Let's take a look at time on ice for the defenseman. It was evenly spread around as well. Drew Doughty, just 22 minutes, 31 seconds. He usually plays a few extra minutes. Uh, Part of that probably that there was limited special teams play, two penalties um, for the LA Kings, three for the Anaheim Ducks. So not as many special teams situations as there has been recently. Um, But Drew Doughty, again, playing just 22 minutes and change uh, on the blue line. Vladislav Gavrikov, 21 minutes and 8 seconds. Mikey Anderson, 20 minutes, 33 seconds. Matt Roy, excuse me, 20 minutes, 32 seconds. Jordan Spence, 16 minutes, 39 seconds. And uh, Andreas Englund, 13 minutes, 53 seconds. But, of course, he did serve uh, 5 minutes for fighting. And uh, we can excuse him for being out uh, off. Not an option for a, a number of shifts after that second period fight. So the Kings measuring ice time, making sure that they don't exhaust anybody for before tomorrow's 1 p.m. game against Montreal. If anybody's going to that game, again, that game is at 1 p.m. tomorrow afternoon against the Montreal Canadiens. With Cam Talbot getting the start in goal tonight and Phoenix Copley having an excellent performance against the Arizona Coyotes the last time the Kings were out, I would expect to see Phoenix Copley back in goal against Montreal tomorrow afternoon against the LA Kings. And let's go ahead and look at the Eastern Conference standings and just find out uh, where Montreal is right now. They find themselves in sixth place in the Atlantic Division with a record of 9-9-2. Nine, nine, they are playing today. I'm not 100% positive if that record takes into account today's game. They are 4-6-0 and oh in their last 10 with a negative 12 goal differential. And uh, they're a team... I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what to expect out of Montreal. They're a team that could be considered uh, rebuilding. They have a ton of talented young players, uh, but they are uh, struggling. I'm not sure they're as disappointing as, say, Buffalo or Edmonton are to start this season, Uh, but obviously every NHL team brings its own challenges and its own uh, skills, so we hope the Kings will not have uh, a 
a Thanksgiving hangover uh, tomorrow at Crypto.com Arena against the Montreal Canadiens and Cole Caulfield again. We will take a closer look at their roster and uh, their recent play tomorrow, but a young, fast, uh, talented squad coming in to Crypto.com Arena. Again, the Kings defeat the Ducks today by a score of 5-2. to two. two goals from Kevin Fiala, one from Andre Kobitsar, one from Arthur Kaliev. And one from Quentin Byfield. I don't know if you can tell, but I am trying to talk slower so that I can go ahead and find out if Todd McClellan has spoken to the media following that game yet. And he did. We're going to try and pull that up for you before we wrap up here. If you want to call in, uh, 877-KINGS20, 877-KINGS20. Again, final chance running out of time to call in, nominate a play of the game, a player of the game in today's 5-2 win over the Anaheim Ducks by your LA Kings. Sorry, I am absolutely slowing it down trying to put together this link here. I am just going to talk you through the process as I try and find a way to get Todd McClellan's comments onto my laptop so that I can play them for you here on Kings Talk, the LA Kings post-game radio show we are just moments away from me having those comments <laughs> apologize again as always for uh, for dragging out my speech in order to get that uh, first two power plays audio pulled for you it'll be any day now as i struggle to get this file downloaded let's go now to todd mcclellan talking to the media after today's 5-2 win over the anaheim ducks in Anaheim by your LA Kings. Good start. We, uh, you know, we capitalized on the first two power plays. Um, we knew they had a, a tendency to take some penalties and wanted to be prepared to do that. Um, and that was, I think, powerful for our group to get rolling there. And, uh, and then Q's goal, I think, was a, a real big thing for us as well because it was a simple goal, nothing fancy about it. Started to check after that, maybe check too much, didn't get. Um, as much push up ice as we maybe needed, but we're learning as we go. And another good night from Telps. A lot of work on the power play in yesterday's practice, entries and zone. Did you see some of those things show up in the game today? Uh, there were some, yeah. But it's you can never replicate the same thing as uh, as game intensity. Practice guys aren't in shooting lanes. Uh, we don't want them to be. Um, you don't have any risk of the puck going the other way if, if something goes wrong. Uh, but the concepts and some of the principles that we addressed uh, were, you know, you could spot them in the game. Sometimes physicality can arise out of frustration. Uh, how was maybe physicality aiding you guys in the game that you played tonight? Well, it was, you know, both teams have physical players and uh, a lot of 50-50 pucks that were uh, competable, I guess, if you want to use that word. And, and they engaged, we engaged, and it just happens. It's... Uh, you know, hockey's a physical game. I, I feel like any time there's some banging and crashing, it was like, holy, what happened? Um, this is the way it was always played. Um, so, um, you know, rivals, two teams have played really hard. Uh, two teams up believe you're going to have that kind of night sometimes. Another physicality question. Coach Todd McClellan talking to the media following today's 5-2 win over the Anaheim Ducks. Darren Pfeiffer on the 105 coming back from the game. Darren, how are you doing? It's good to hear your voice, Jesse. You sound great. Always good to hear you as well, Darren. We appreciate you calling in. How, how uh, you were at the game? I was at the game, and uh, I feel like whenever I'm at the uh, the pond, what I call it, sure. I feel like I'm swimming in scum. scum. <laughs> all right, all right. 
anyway, I won't go into detail. But anyway, a great game, great atmosphere. A lot of Kings fans, obviously, a lot of cheering. Uh, good start by the Kings getting up, you know, up to nothing. Um, just an all-around overall team, like team chemistry seems to be at a, at a high early on in the season. That's what I think. It, it really is. It is, Darren, and you know I don't want to ever reveal too much of what I see in the locker room or, or you know privileged conversations. But I will say this: when I'm in there talking to the guys, it feels different. Now, a lot of that could just be the winning streak. A lot of that could just be new players, but they genuinely seem to be enjoying themselves um, over and above how they had been recently. Darren, before we get to your player of the game and play of the game, I want to know what the reaction of the crowd was to that Adrian Kempe hit on Frank Vitrano. Uh, I wasn't in line getting food. I oh, was no. watching the game. And, <laughs> All right, good, and, good, and good. It hit, I, I, I was shocked it was Kempe, number one. I was like, was that was that Kempe? Sure. <laughs> uh, okay, so I was like, oh, that's Kempe. He's having a monster of a game. But you could see Kings fans just like um, ear-to-ear smiles, and you saw a few Ducks fans put their hands on their faces. Like, <laughs> could this game get any worse? Yeah, Adrian Kempe. Adrian Kempe having a monster of a game, as you said, uh, playing defense, laying out big hits, picking up assists, doing doing it all. Um, all right. So then, who was your player of the game, Darren? Uh, hard not to give props to what Fiala did, especially with the first goal, that sharp angle shot that somehow found its way in. But you got to give it to Kempe. Three assists, one big monster hit, playing all over the ice. Uh, the earlier caller calling him a Swiss Army knife, I thought was very apt. The guy's just turning into an all-world NHL player, and thank God he's on our team. So I'd, I'd give it, I'd give both the play at, player and the play to Adrian Kempe. All right, now Darren, uh, for those who can't figure it out, you and I know each other, so I'm not going to give you a chance to win tickets. But I've got a trivia question for you if you want. Uh, I'd rather have the tickets, but I'm just kidding. Go, go ahead. Let's shoot. I'll, I'll give it a shot. All right. The Kings recently erected a statue to former Captain Dustin Brown. It joins statues of Luke Robitaille, Bob Miller, and Wayne Gretzky outside of Crypto.com Arena. The Anaheim Ducks, meanwhile, have just the one statue outside of their arena. Who did the Anaheim Ducks decide to honor with that one statue? Uh, Rob Blake? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> if I had to guess, I'd say all Korea. Uh, no, I will give you a hint, though, Darren. It's not a player. Oh, Mickey Mouse? <laughs> very, very, very close. It is their mascot, Wildwing. That's the, Wild lone, <laughs> the lone statue. Oh, really quick. We were, uh, I was up in the, uh, what, I was walking back to my, uh, my, my seat, and I saw Wildwing, and he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I stuck my hand out, and I said, are we cool? And he gave me the, the, when I, the I don't know. But he shook my hand. <laughs> well, there you go, Darren. Thank you. Comedic moments. Appreciate you calling in, uh, Darren Pfeiffer, friend of the show, friend of the pod, friend of the LA Kings. That's going to do it for uh, this edition of Kings Talk. Final score tonight or today from Honda Center: Your LA Kings five, the Anaheim Ducks two. LA Kings hockey returns to iHeartRadio tomorrow afternoon when your LA Kings return home to take on the Montreal Canadiens at Crypto.com Arena. Pre-game show begins at 12.30 Pacific here on the LA Kings Audio Network. It is an afternoon game, 1 p.m. You've been listening to LA Kings Hockey for Nick Nixon, Jim Fox, Daryl Evans, Derek, Richie, Stewart, and Darren, and our network producer, Jeff Cabot. I'm Jesse Cohen. Have a wonderful rest of the day, Kings fans, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shoots! Hit.
the post. Score on the rebound. You've been listening to Kings Talk along the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network. Follow the Kings all season long wherever you are. Downloading. With the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network. Download the iHeart app for free. And join us next time for the excitement of LA Kings hockey.